Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, legends? Welcome to this episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. What I'm going to actually go through today is I'm going to give you a brief rundown of my experience at the Elevated Boot Camp. It was an event that I attended here in LA over the weekend, or last weekend, sorry, and it was filled with about 30 entrepreneurs, um, really successful people, really motivating people, giving us about 15 to 20 minutes of their time throughout the day. The event went from 12 uh, p.m. until 12 a.m. with an after party that was hosted by Wiz Khalifa, and it was just such a motivating, inspiring day being filled in a room with all these people that have, you know, a net worth of over $5 billion. But it's not even the money that counts. It's the fact that they all started in the same position that we're in now. They've grown and they've built something that is, uh, that's truly amazing. Each and every one of them has a different story. And I obviously got to experience um, 15 to 20 minutes of their time. And I took notes throughout the day. And what I thought I'd do today is go through and give you kind of like a debrief of the event and especially pick out some of the main people that I found motivating in their story and some of the the points that they brought up because I feel like there was kind of like a recurring theme across the whole day, Um, things that continued to come up from each and every one of the speakers in their own different way. Um, So I'm going to break that down for you guys now. I've just got home from a big leg session at Barbell Brigade here in, uh, in LA and that's just a bit of a hack for you guys because I find the the time that I'm most productive in the day is as soon as I finish my workout. You're releasing those endorphins, you're feeling really motivated, you're feeling pumped up from your session, you're glad that you went to the gym. And I always find that I'm most productive as soon as I finish a gym. So I've just walked in the door now, opened up the laptop, got the microphone out. I'm going to do this episode for you guys. So I hope you take some value from it. If you do, take a screenshot of the episode, tag myself, uh, maybe even tag the speaker that I mentioned that you find most motivating or someone, or just let me know who you find motivating out of these people that I'm about to mention to you guys. And some of the, the names, I'm actually probably going to stuff up in terms of pronouncing them, but you guys will get the idea. Um, all right, so the first speaker of the day, and the event was called the Elevator Boot Camp. And if you ever get the opportunity to go to it, um, it was run by Dan Fleishman and Brandon Hampton. So if you ever get the opportunity to go to one of these events, I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you do go to it. Um, I was as lucky that uh, that my friend Steve Sims, who I, I was lucky enough to meet last week, mentioned to me when we went out for breakfast that it'd be a good opportunity to go because he was one of the speakers and there was still some tickets left. And uh, another another hack that I'll give you guys is that it's always the best, the best investment that you'll ever make is in yourself. So the ticket wasn't cheap and that's fine. I didn't even think twice about purchasing it, even, even if it didn't make much sense uh, financially, what I'm going to get out of it in the long term and what I've got out of it already is well worth the price of the ticket. So the first speaker of the day was the founder of Quest Nutrition, which if you guys are into fitness, you all know what a Quest bar is. Now, this company is a billion-dollar company. They absolutely blew up. The founder's name is Tom Bilyeu, or Bailu. So I told you I'd stuff up the name of the uh, of the announcers. But Tom, I've seen a lot of his content in the past. Um, doesn't mean that I could pronounce his last name. But 
he is such a, a motivating guy because he came from nothing. Like he was originally in film school. Um, he quit film school after basically failing. Uh, he then went on to work a number of different jobs that just didn't work out. Um, his partner, so these are just bits and pieces that I've taken from his his piece yesterday. His partner come from a wealthy family. Her dad basically didn't give him uh, his blessing to, to marry his wife, who he married anyway. Um, but in he, his promise to her was that he was going to one day make them rich, make her happy, um, and take care of her and, and grow something special. So he started off in his company with some business partners that just weren't, uh, it just wasn't what he loved. He eventually wanted to quit. And they saw value in him and they saw value in what he had to offer. And when he flicked his mindset from chasing the money and chasing the success to actually building something that's going to help people, that's when he started to see the real success. And that's when, he, that's when he built something really special. When it became about the process of helping other people, that's when he built this, this success. Now, his key points for the day were do more and take action, which I highly believe in. People are hoping that there's going to be some magic pill and the same for health and fitness that you're going to be able to just magically get to where you want to be without putting in the hard work. But as Tom mentioned yesterday, there is so much hard work that goes into it and you need to be willing to put in that hard work to see the results that you want to see. You need to have a growth mindset. Um, he mentioned that you can become what you want and too many people are in a closed mindset where they think that the position they're in now is a position that they will always be in. But you can get out of where you are now. Where you are today is not where you have to end up. So if there's something that you want to do, if there's some some type of person that you want to be, a better person, some something, do something that's going to help you achieve your goal or help other people achieve their goals, then you can do it. You just need to figure out how to do it. But as long as you have a growth mindset, a growth mindset, sorry, then Anything is possible, guys. He mentioned that humans are the ultimate adaptation machine. So we are the number one species that can adapt to our environment. So you can adapt to different things. And it just comes back to that growth mindset of knowing that where you are now is not where you have to end up. Change requires intelligent stress in maximum capacity. So you need to put yourself in stressful situations to a certain degree that are actually going to help you, that are going to be optimal for you to increase your capacity to work at that higher level uh, and to deal with the stress and get to a point where that, that comfort zone, you're not in your comfort zone, but you get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, what else did he mention? Um, you need to decide on a powerful but positive repetition. So that you need to figure out what the small steps are that you need to take to achieve your goal and repeatedly do those day after day. And it's the same with health and fitness. You know that ticking off the box of hitting your macros, getting your training in, recovering, sleeping, getting enough water in, you need to do that day after day to see those results that you want to see. And that's something that he went over a number of times. And the last thing I wanted to mention there is coming back to you know chasing success and chasing money is that he said, how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself is more is the most important thing. So if you've got all the money in the world, but when you're with yourself, you're not truly happy about who you actually are as a person, then that money's not worth anything. So that was the founder of Quest Nutrition. Now, I'm not going to go through all of the people at the event because that will take ages. I'm just going to pick out the ones that I found pretty inspiring. Um, the next speaker who was awesome, but I don't know how much value it will be for you guys, so I don't think I'll go into it too much. Um, but his name is Billy Jean. Um, 
He has the Genius System, and basically his his whole business is based around uh, helping people improve, grow their business, and make more money um, with paid marketing or paid advertising. So things like Facebook ads, um, you know, YouTube videos, Instagram ads, all that different type of stuff. But he was really good at going through diff- the steps that you need to take. So he gave us six simple steps to make sure that um, that your content is going to be getting the effect that it needs to get um, in terms of video. So I'll run through those steps just quickly and then I'll go on to the next person. So the first step was select a specific audience. So if you've got a business, but all of your content that you're putting out is very broad, you're just putting out broad content that's not targeted to anyone, you won't see results. So you need to be specific with your audience. List the top 10 most painful problems that, that your client or your target client is facing and solve them. Number three, make 10 60-second videos solving these problems and post them to your social media. This is extremely powerful. This is something that I try and do often. Number four is make your videos entertaining. So if you're not an entertaining person, add music, add props, change your environment around, make it something that's actually going to attract the, the viewer. Number five is advertise and then distribute. So like I mentioned before, you know where you place your videos on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, number six is ask them to buy your shit. Now, Billy Jean was a very funny dude and he was really good at how he got across his point um, and I found what he had to say very effective for what I'm trying to do. The next guy was Eric Damier, or I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Now, history in pictures. So he spoke about growing an audience online. Um, And he owns the the Instagram account. I'm going to try and find it because I I looked it up yesterday. Something to do with travel, um, uh, world, something... I'll find it. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes because combined he has 38 million followers on Instagram through his different accounts. Um, I think this is the person I'm trying to talk about anyway. Yeah, it is. And he said that self-awareness is the key to massive success. And that's not only for growing an audience online, but that's in terms of growing your business. That's in terms of achieving your goal. You need to be self-aware of the things that you need to work on, the things that you're good at and the position that you're currently in. He said you need to know why you are doing what you are doing and I truly believe in this as well. If you're chasing a goal for no absolute reason apart from the fact that someone else thinks that it's cool or you think that other people are going to like you if you do it, then you're wasting your time. Um, what else did he say? For people that are trying to grow their business online, because I know there's going to be people that are listening to this that do have a business and they're trying to grow it through social media like Instagram and Facebook, he said you need to have a strategy. A strategy about what you're posting, when you're posting it, who you're trying to get this information out to. Um, Give value to someone that you want to work with in terms of networking. If you're trying to reach out to people and you're saying, you know, can you do this for me but you're offering nothing in return, then you're wasting your time because it's very unlikely that someone is going to take you up on that offer if they don't get anything out of it. So focus on building relationships when you're trying to network instead of trying to get something out of someone else in return. When I try and get a guest on the podcast, First thing I do is I reach out, I tell them what I like about what they do, um, I thank them for their time, and I and I will ask if they can come on the show, but I'll also say, is there anything that I can do for you? Or if I know that there's something I can do for them, I'll offer it to them for free in return for their help for coming on the podcast. And I'll also say that I'll obviously share all the content to make sure that my audience gets uh, exposure from them as well. They get exposure from my audience as well, sorry. 
He also mentioned, I'll just wrap this up for for Eric. He said that don't focus on the number fo- a number of followers. Don't the problem that people have, sorry guys, the problem that people have is they don't focus on the followers that they already have. So people are always wanting that next thing. And it's not just followers on Instagram, it's everything. It's money as well. You're focusing on the shit that you want, but you don't focus on what you have. So if I have, for example, at the moment, 18,000 followers on Instagram, shit yeah, I want fucking more followers on Instagram because that means that I can get more content out to more eyes. I can help more people. But it's like the great, the perfect example is that he said, if I'm in a room and I have 18,000 people there watching me talk, it's like me turning around to the organizer of the event and going, hey, um, can we get some more people in here? Like I know there's 18,000 people, but can we get some more? Like can we have another 1,000 or another 500, another 20,000? Like you need to focus on who you already have and make sure that you're providing them with value and then the rest will come. And then the last thing you said that people need to focus on IGTV Fuck yeah, baby, because I'm focusing on IGTV already. He said basically that's how he sees what YouTube was like um, previously, uh, 10 years ago when no one was really on it. People started to get on it and now it's just blown up. People are making shitload of money, huge followings on YouTube. Uh, the next guy, and this, this might be good for you, so I may as well mention it, um, was Greg Reed. Um, he's involved in the Napoleon Hill Foundation and his speech was pretty powerful. He talked about, you know, um, a number of different things in turn. And one of the biggest points that he actually brought up is that far too many people are so close to achieving their goal, but they give up because they think that they're not close. So I guess the moral of that is just that if you are chasing a health and fitness goal, if you are chasing a financial goal, if you are chasing whatever it may be, keep going because the chances are you're a lot closer than what you think. And if you give up now, you may have been so close to actually getting it. Um, you may have been so close to actually, and his book is actually called Three Feet from Gold. And that's basically the whole concept of the book. But he listed a number of books to read. So I'll list those out and you guys might want to go and check him out. <coughs> the first one is Ambition. The second one is Off the Coast of Zanzibar. I think that's what it is. And that basically talks about surrounding yourself with successful people. The third one is initiative. The fourth one is think, grow rich, which I'm sure a number of the listeners of this podcast have listened to before. And the last thing that he mentioned, so his, his book as well is called Three Feet from Gold. So definitely check that out because this dude is extremely motivating and knows his shit. And the last thing that he mentioned is that successful people seek counsel where failures listen to where failures listen to opinions. Now, an example of that, you're trying to start a new business. You're trying to make a decision to make a change and you tell people that have nothing. So let's say, for example, I want to I want to write a book, right? And I go to, you know, even though I care deeply about these people, obviously, but I might go to someone in my family and say, look, I'm trying to write a book. It's going to cost this much. This is what I want to write it about. It's going to take this long. They may say to me, like, look, is it really worth that time and that amount of money to write a book when you don't know whether it's going to go that well? Or I don't think that's going to be a very good idea for a book or blah, 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 blah. Whereas if I go to a successful author who's done the process that I'm about to do, I'm seeking counsel. So I'm going to someone who's done it before, someone that's actually going to give me proper advice. They may say the same thing. They may say, look, I've done it. Um, it wasn't the experience that I thought it was going to be. This is what to expect. I wouldn't recommend it. They may also say, look, it's going to take a long time. 
It's going to take a lot of money, but the effect you're going to have on other people is going to be life-changing. You should 100% go and do it regardless of what other people say. Okay, so if you're constantly going to the wrong people for advice, they're going to give you your, their opinion when they don't actually know what they're talking about. So then when you go to someone who's done it before, they're going to give you their counsel. So they're going to tell you their experience and you're going to get first-hand experience and I would always recommend that. After that, we had a social media panel which, to be perfectly honest, wasn't... I didn't really get much out of that and the answers weren't fantastic. Um, there was four... Uh, there was four girls up there. They all have huge followings. Um, the answers to the questions, I don't know, it kind of, I guess, related more to their audience than it did to ours. The, some of it was pretty good in terms of what brands are doing with influencers and whatnot. And uh, my friend Jules Lund has an app called Tribe, which is an, uh, for social influencers. And the main part that came out of that social media panel was that brands are gravitating towards micro influencers and what i mean by that is that instead of uh, a successful brand let's say or a big brand let's just say um let's say someone who has a oh, this is fucking hard uh let's all right here's a, here's a good example okay let's say sony right no that's a shit example okay i'm just gonna use it anyway so sony sony cameras they have a budget to go out and get an influencer. They look at someone like, um, you know, a, huge, a mega, mega famous influencer, okay, who's got millions of followers. They're going to have to pay him a shitload of money to do it. And it may be for one post, okay? So they go out, they pay this influencer. The puts up, influencer puts up one post to try and sell this product for Sony. And their followers always see them posting stuff, always see them promoting different brands, always see them promoting different products. So their audience, even though they may have millions of followers, their audience see it and it doesn't have any effect because it's just another post that they've seen promoting a different product. Whereas if Sony reached out to a YouTuber who only has five to 10,000 subscribers, even though that's a lot, but that's way smaller than millions, but they're putting out content every single day. And some of their videos, they talk about the, the actual equipment that they use. They use Sony cameras, they use this, they use that. And their audience is following them for a specific reason because they know that they use certain pieces of equipment. They know that they're putting out vlogs. They, they, they're following them for a specific reason. So the brands are going to be better off. Someone like Sony would be better off paying a smaller influencer, a micro influencer, money to post because their audience is going to be a lot more likely to purchase that product because they know already that this person is already using that product. And that's what Tribe, the app Tribe does. Um, as I mentioned, Jules Lund, their app is uh, is doing extremely well because they that their market is micro influencers, and um, I think that's really cool. The next speaker was Sean Whalen. Now this dude was 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 really cool. Like I said, they only had fifteen to twenty minutes, so it was kind of hard to get their full story. But Sean basically he had the world at his feet. He was um, extremely successful at a very young age, and he threw it all away. He broke up with his, he divorced his wife. He literally walked out on his business. He went through depression. He was very close to committing suicide. Um, his wife then had a kid with another another guy, and like it was very messy divorce. And basically, what from what he said, things just hit uh, like shit hit the fan for a very long time, until one day he went to go pick up his kids, and the kids made him go inside and hold his wife's new baby. And after he held that baby, he actually took a photo with the baby of his ex-wife's new partner and uh, 
and he posted it on his social media and basically he said that when he got home that was the that was the one thing that made him realize how much of a dick he had been and how much of a waste he had he had um, basically made the the last you know however many years it was of his life where he was um, being rude to his wife where he was not getting anything done he was blaming everyone but himself and um, started to take ownership put up a post on on Instagram with this kid that's not even his kid and put a long caption about basically his truth so his whole speech was about being true to yourself and actually telling yourself the truth about the situation you're in and telling people the truth and um, he said that post absolutely blew up tens of thousands of likes every hour for like a week went insane and since then um, he's he's completely changed his life he, the way he goes about his life and he's extremely successful again um, but his main point was take care of yourself first it's like being on a plane when they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first there's a reason for it because when you are going down there's no fucking oxygen so it's all well and good to say that you want to put on everyone else's mask first, even if they're people that you love. But if you do that, you're not going to take care of yourself and you're not going to be there anyway. So put your mask on first and that's just an analogy for taking care of yourself first. Whew, take a breath. The next speaker was Steve Sims, my friend Steve. And um, if you've been watching my IGTV videos, I uh, had breakfast with Steve the other day. He owns a... It's a company called Blue Fish, and he's also got a book called Blue Fishing. And um, I've downloaded the audio book, and it's really cool. Basically, the book is about helping you build relationships and how to build relationships with people that you want to build relationships with in a good way. But his business is called Blue Fish. It's a concierge business for extremely wealthy people. I'm talking about people like the Pope, like um, who else? Elton John. Um, some crazy ass clients like just ridiculous like people that wealthy that they own countries so he, he has a concierge business where they pay a subscription a yearly subscription and they basically pay him to do whatever they want <laughs> to be perfectly honest um, he told me the story um, and you'll, you'll see some of these stories. I highly suggest going to check out his website, stevedsims.com. Um, go and check out his Instagram as well. He, he is an absolute genius. And, um, you know, uh, before I tell you about some of the stories, he, he's, his speech was about people that have a business that try and sell as soon as possible. He said, it's literally like walking in off the street to an office that you've never been in, seeing this girl that you like and walking in straight away and saying, will you marry me? She's obviously going to say, no, you need to put in the groundwork first. You need to meet her. You need to go out and date. You need to get to know her, blah, blah, blah. Over time, it's the same with business. And he said, the three reasons why you cannot sell is because you have the wrong product or you have the wrong client or you have the wrong message. And I thought that was really powerful. Um, but I want you to go and check out more of Steve's content, please. Um, but yeah, the stories that he's told me, like this just give you an idea about Bluefish and to get the long version of what he actually does, go and check out uh, Small Business Big Marketing Podcast with Timbo Reed, who is one of my clients. It, the podcast is unreal for starters, but he interviewed Steve. So go and check that out on there. But he said the craziest thing he's done for a client is he shut down a whole museum so six people could have dinner outside the museum at the feet of the statue of David while they had a world-famous violinist play music while they ate an Italian dinner that was cooked by a world-famous chef. 
and he said that that cost that client just over five hundred thousand dollars. But that's the type of shit that his business does for people. If someone wants to uh, to be on a private jet, he'll organize it. If they want to, um, you know, have a, a wedding where where the Pope is the priest, then he'll organize it. That he's sent clients down to see the Titanic. He's organized people to have uh, piano lessons with Elton John. Um, crazy shit. The only thing that he was not able to do for a client, and this is what he told me. This is fucking nuts. Is a client asked him to if he could organize for the client to detonate a nuclear bomb that was found from a war, and obviously he didn't do it. <laughs> um, but that's the only thing he hasn't been able to do. So you can imagine some of the stuff that he does for clients, and he actually he only t- he only mentions the name of a few clients because a lot of them he's actually not allowed to. And there are some in Australia. He told me there's some in Melbourne, uh, Perth. Brisbane, obviously he couldn't tell me who they were, um, but basically mega rich clients. All right, moving on. Um, I'm trying to keep this quick. I know it has gone a long time, but hopefully you get some value because this is kind of cool little debrief. It's good for me to actually go back through this as well. So um, there you go. All right, next speaker, Brad Lee. He's meant to be one of the best salesmen in the world. He actually claims that he is the best salesman in the world. So he said five things to do correctly to be successful. And this is what he spent his time talking about in the speech. And this is awesome. This is powerful. I liked Brad Lee's speech. I'm actually meant to be hopefully getting him on the podcast. He told me to send him an email. Whether it happens or not, who knows. But this works perfectly with the first step is you need to take a chance. If you want to be successful, you need to take a chance. You need to get out of your comfort zone do things that you're not used to, do things that may not happen, but you need to take the chance, otherwise it never will. Number two is to learn to solve problems. Basically, what business is, is finding problems and solving them. Sometimes even making problems and solving them, making problems that people didn't even know they had and then solving them. That is what being success, what business is. Number three, don't be afraid to adjust. So just because you're on a path and you think that's what you need to do, if you need to adjust, then you do need to adjust. You can't be stuck on the same thing over and over and over again. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result result is the definition of insanity. Number four, train. He said you need to actually train with... what he need, I'm trying to explain this properly. Basically, he meant... So like if, if, you've, if you've got a business, right, or if you've got a company and a new staff member comes on, he said by you, them coming on, you showing them like a training video for a day or a couple of hours and then expecting them to pick things up along the way but then paying them a, uh, a salary for the year is like making an investment but never checking in, never looking into it before you make the invest, investment or never looking into it after you've made the investment. He said, you know, if you've got stuff, you need to make sure that you're training them with quality content, you're giving them repetition, practice, accountability over time and make them a good staff member. He said, there's no such thing as uh, the perfect staff or the perfect team member uh, for your business. You need to actually create them and that's through good training. It's the same for yourself. Uh, Things like what I did yesterday, going to this event, I'm training, I'm putting in time to grow and to learn and to master my craft. Number five was outdo yesterday. I'm a huge, huge fan of this. You have to outdo yesterday. Always do better today than what you did yesterday. And over time, that leads to huge results, huge success. And I'm a massive, massive advocate for that. I I put that in things like captions on Instagram all the time because I truly do believe in that. The next speaker was Alex Mayer or Alex Ma, Alex Mayer. 
Uh, he's a former NASA scientist. Um, he basically went over the framework for business growth um, and he said there's three E's of business growth and I won't go into too much detail about this because this was kind of like a, a concept that took a while for him to speak about but it's, it's actually pretty simple I suppose. So the first E is explore. You need to try different things. If something's not working then don't wait there and expect it to change. Like I said, doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Explore, try different things. Once you find something that does work, you need to eliminate all the other bullshit that's surrounding it that's wasting your time. You don't need, you need you can't be afraid of eliminating things from your life that aren't working. They're holding you down and they're taking away from you, putting the attention and focus on the stuff that is working. And the, the last E is execute. Fully focus on what is working and put time into that. Now the next guy, Cody Sperber, he is also known as the clever investor. He actually spoke about uh, real estate and the main concept he spoke about, which I won't go into now because I don't think this is really my audience anyway. Well, it's definitely not, but um, he spoke about how you can basically make tens of thousands of dollars within a couple of hours with minimal work by flipping houses and uh, basically a no money needed approach to quick flipping houses. You find a motivated seller that wants to get rid of their house that wants to do it privately. Uh, you buy it for a cheap price. You get someone to commit to selling the house to you. You sign the paper but you haven't made any payment yet and then straight away you sell the house through creative marketing, whether that be social media, whether it be reaching out in papers, trying to find someone that um, that is uh, motivated to buy a house uh, that for a cheaper price, but you make sure you sell it for at least $10,000 more than what you bought it. They sign the paper, they pay the money, you give the money to that person that you owed the money to for the house in the first place. It's a probably sounds confusing as shit, but if you go to fliphousebook.com, you can actually read the full, um, so I'll repeat that again, Flip House, F-L-I-P, house, says, <laughs> I'll start again. F L I P H O U S E S B O K dot com. There is actually a free book there for you guys to check out to go over that whole concept of what he was talking about. You can check him out on Instagram at Clever Investor. After that, there was an e commerce panel which talked about retargeting ads and putting time into attractive marketing. I won't go into that anymore. The next guy was Bedros Kulian. Now he has the, I believe it's the Fitbody franchise, which is one of the top 500 fastest growing companies, franchises in the world ever. This dude is extremely motivating. He was unfit, he became a personal trainer because he got fit, he wanted to help other people get fit. He started this franchise, he started off with one gym, then bought five gyms, then scaled it, then franchised it, and now his goal is, I think it was something insane to have like, oh, how much was it? It was maybe like 25, oh, I can't remember the exact number, I'm not going to stuff it up, but basically this dude is badass. He, he said that you need purpose, so you need to have purpose to grow a successful business, to live a successful life. If you don't have purpose, then you're waking up each day with no real approach, with no real motivation to do anything and you have no direction. He said you develop your purpose by working on the things you like until you love them. So if there's something that you like, then you need to continue to work on it, trying to master it until you love it and it becomes what you want to do and that's basically what I've done and that's what I'm going to continue to do. He said there's three R's to becoming successful. One, the first R is resourcefulness, so you need to become resourceful. Um, you know, If you don't have certain things that you need 
that other people may have to grow their business, then you need to become resourceful and figure out other ways to do it. Second thing is be relentless, which I love. You need to be relentless. You cannot give in. You need to be putting in the work. You need to be doing more than others and you need to realize that it's going to take hard work and that you have to put it in if you want to see the results. Now, the last R is resiliency. He said, you need to basically be a weed. So you kill a weed, it grows back bigger. Basically, that's the concept. So if you fail, you need to come back bigger and better. You need to be like a like a weed. You need to be resilient. He said, set higher hands. He said, set higher standards and expectations for yourself. And he uses the example. And I've heard this, heard him talk about this in other podcasts before. Is that he uses the comparison of a fighter jet or a crop duster. A fighter jet is fine polished. It, it, it performs when it needs to. It does all the extras. It does the high quality work. Whereas the crop duster. Um, you know, he used the example of not getting up when your alarm goes off. He said he always gets up as soon as his alarm goes off. Even though it seems like it's just 10 minutes of extra sleep, it's you giving in to the fact that you need to get up and do shit, get shit done when other people aren't doing it. So are you a fighter jet or are you a crop duster? Make that decision. Obviously, be the fighter jet. Next guy, Mark Lack. Now, Mark actually spoke about... What did he talk about? Um, oh so he spoke about content basically he spoke about how to get your content to more eyes he said to to get more people to buy from you so there's a concept that goes around that they say that 10% of people who see your marketing will actually buy so if you've got um, what did he say so, so uh, no that wasn't it either 1% might have even been 1% I'm not even going to try and remember. But anyway, he said, he said, who knows you, likes you, and trusts you? He said the mirror effect. So the most consistently we, the more consistently we see something, the more familiar we get with it, the more comfortable we get with it. So if your content gets to more eyes, more people are going to begin to trust you. They're going to think of you when they need your services. And this is obviously for a business. You need to show people that you'll solve their problems. And he actually came, he told us about this really cool concept with Facebook. So the people paying for Facebook ads but having external links and Facebook doesn't actually like that and the algorithm changes all the time but he gave us a little hack where if you're if you've got a business and you're trying to promote your content on Facebook and you're paying money for Facebook ads you will get far more reach if it doesn't have any external links so if it's just uh if it's just for Facebook so let's say for example you make a video all right and you're trying to get that to more eyes on Facebook if in the caption you've got a link to an external website, you're not going to get as much reach as if you just have the video. You just send people to your Facebook site. So that's a little uh, hack for some business people, I guess. All right, the next couple of speakers were insane. Um, I'm only going to mention... So one of them was Cole Hatter, and he's a real estate investor. He's had over 5,000 hours on stage. Again, he claims to be one of the best salesmen, and he was really, really good. He gave us heaps of uh, of takeaways in terms of how to be... How to sell, basically. How to sell via video, via audio, via talking on stage. And I found it really helpful. And it's not... When I say how to sell, it's not basically about becoming you know, a complete shithead who's just trying to waste people's money. The concept is if you have something that you know you can help people with and you, you think that people will be better off with it, then you should be trying to sell. 
Whereas you have other people that are trying to sell you shit they don't believe in, and that's bullshit. He, one of the first things that he said is that you need to be proud of what you're selling. And uh, a concept that I've read in books and podcasts, and I've talked about it before on a podcast, I think, is that if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. So if there's something that, that you hear about or an opportunity that comes up or something that, that you're offered to try and sell, if you don't say fuck yes for yourself, then it's a fuck no. Excuse the language. Right, so Cole Hatter, I'm not going to go into any more about him. There was three more speakers. Um, the first one I want to mention, I'm just going to get it up on my phone, was... Bear with me, guys. Um, what was his name? All right, I'll come back to that. I'm going to get it up on a computer now. But the next speaker was Ed Milet. Now, if you guys know Ed Milet, Okay, sorry, I'm going to come back to Ed Milet because he was a fucking gangster. This guy, Andy Frisella. Now, Andy Frisella is the founder of First Form Supplements, and he has a crazy story. Um, you know, his life has been pretty full on. Um, he was actually stabbed when he was younger, so he has face scars, and he talked about, um, you know, about how he was always cautious of, um, of, being a public figure and showing his face and stuff like that because he was worried about what people would think until he realized that it actually helped him. And now he actually said, if someone said to him, would you pay someone or that, if someone offered you for free to get rid of those scars for life, would you do it? And he said, hell no, because it's it's what I'm known for. But he started this company from absolutely nothing. He said he had no help um, in terms of you know having a heap of money. He had to really work his way to the top. And another thing that he mentioned, which is just a recurring theme, is that you have to put in the hard work. People look at successful people like the guys that were at this event yesterday and go, surely there's something that they know that we don't, but there's not. It's just that they're willing to put in the work. You know, there's, you know, obviously there's opportunities they've had along the way, but it's because they've put in the work. So if you're trying to succeed in something, then I think you're getting the point. You need to put in the work. All right, Ed Milet. So if you've ever seen his content before, you know how boss this guy is, how motivating he is, um, how rich he is, and how you know the the quality of clientele that he works with. If you haven't seen him before, go and check him out, Ed Milet. He has an awesome podcast, interviews some awesome people, including guys like Tony Robbins and whatnot. Um, but he tried to nail home these points. Your 20s matter just as much as your 30s, 40s, and 50s. A lot of entrepreneurs now are saying that, you know, if you're, 20, if you're in your 20s, you've got time. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, you can, you can basically fuck around for a while until it becomes serious. But he said, if you're putting into work now in your 20s, you're going to see the benefits far greater, far earlier. And he used the example of Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Imagine if he hadn't put in the work early. We wouldn't even have Facebook. He said energy matters. You need and it not necessarily and that, and by that I mean like if you're talking to someone that's successful, you're talking to someone that uh, is good in business, the chances are they're gonna be up and about. When you talk to them, they've got they're 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 very energetic and, and enthusiastic about what they do. They're evangelical is basically the word he, that he used. And it's not so much they have to be high energy in your face like blah, blah, blah. It's more so they have to just sound certain about what they're talking about. And he said, look at any successful person uh, and, and that's the way they are. 
think of someone like Tony Robbins. Like, how captivating is it when you listen to him? And that's basically what it was like listening to Ed yesterday. He was, his speech, you were just drawn in the whole time and you felt like he was talking directly to, uh, to you. The next point he spoke about was be more cause orientated. So again, not thinking about the money, not thinking about what people are going to think. Think about the reason why you're doing it. You need to know your why. He said, surround yourself with successful people that are doing better than what you are. If you're constantly surrounding yourself with people that aren't aren't trying to be successful, people that aren't on the same path as you, then it's not going to help you in any way. Um, and that's not to say that you shouldn't hang out with people that aren't doing the same thing as you or the people that aren't motivated to be successful, but you need to spend the majority of your time with people that are. And it's always well. It's always a great thing to spend time with people that are doing better than you. So because that's going to help you move forward as well, take that step forward. You need to solve people's problems again. That's something that come up over and over again. Um, and he said, "What you obsess about, you will possess." Okay, so what you obsess about, you will possess. So if you're constantly obsessing about a certain thing, then eventually it will happen. And he truly believes in that. He said, "Also, speed, speed, speed." So you need to implement he said far too many people have these ideas and just take it too slow they they want they want everything to be perfect before they start but you need to just do it now and that's a that's something that i'm massive on you need to take action now i've mentioned it tons of times before on a podcast about actually starting this podcast i just did it i read a blog um i literally went through the steps in the blog went out and bought the microphone that's all i needed for equipment i I use an app on my computer. I went in, signed up to a website for free, uploaded my first episode, and then I've I put out at least one episode every week since. If I hadn't have done it, I had to kept waiting until I thought the perfect moment. I may not have even started it yet. He said, make the decision to be great and don't renegotiate. So once you come up with that decision of what you want to do and, and what your outcome, what you want your outcome to be, then don't Renegotiate. When it gets hard, then realize there are going to be bumps in the road that you need to realize that that is going to be part of it. That's going to be part of your success. But if you every time you reach one of those bumps, you renegotiate whether or not you actually want to do what you want to do or whether or not you're doing it the right way, then you're never going to get anywhere. Make that decision and, and stick with it. Now, he has a book called uh, Max Out. I think it's called Max Out. So if you go to maxoutbook.com and use the code maxout, you can actually get the book for free. You just need to pay for the postage. Now, the last guy I'm going to talk about before I wrap this up because I know it's been a long podcast, but I know it's going to be different. People might not even enjoy this podcast, but like I said, I've got some value out of it. Hopefully, you guys have as well because literally, these are some of the most successful people in the world right now. So I'm just giving you bits and pieces of what they've spoke about. Um, and you know, if you don't find that valuable, then I don't know what's going on. Anyway, last speaker, Lewis Howes. This dude, he, so his podcast is The School of Greatness. You know, one of the first podcasts that I listened to, he interviewed some amazing guests. He's an amazing dude. Um, you know, he even replies to like some of my DMs on Instagram sometimes. I've tried to get him on the show. He's just a busy guy. Uh, we nearly got it organized last year. It didn't happen. But if you go back through the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast, I've actually interviewed his business coach, who is Chris Lee. And that was one of the coolest episodes that I've done. One of the most, uh, you know, had the most one of the biggest effects on me anyway the, it's called how to live a bulletproof life so go back through and please do listen to that episode with chris it was amazing um but basically what lewis spoke about for his talk and it was relatively short is that he spoke about how he used to be kind of 
held back with fear and what he's done to overcome it. And basically to overcome it, he's just faced his fears. He's just done things that scare him over and over again until they don't scare him, including public speaking, including he's done dancing, he's inclu- including talking in front of a live audience. He was on Ellen. I mean, he was on the Ellen show, which is unbelievable. And that was one of his goals ever since he started the podcast. And now he has a talk show on Facebook Watch um, where he interviews inspiring people um, and this guy is just an awesome dude and I was stoked to be able to actually watch Lewis he was one of the main reasons why I bought a ticket so that was really cool but that's going to wrap up uh, this episode I know it's been a long one but that was uh, such an amazing day I got so much value from it hopefully you've been able to take some value from me sharing my experience with you guys today if you have like I said I'd really really like to know so please do take a screenshot Tag me in it on a post or a story on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Obviously, there's not going to be episodes like this all the time. Um, so take advantage of it. Even go back through and write down some notes like I've done listening to them talk yesterday. So go through, um, write down some notes from each of the one of the speakers that I've gone through today. And I guarantee if you implement them and you take action and you put in the hard work, you'll see some results from it. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. Um, if you haven't hit that subscribe button already, please do so you don't miss any more episodes. If you've just subscribed or you've just started listening to the show, go back through. There's so many cool guests on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast and so much valuable information out there that uh, you guys don't want to miss. So go back through, check it out, enjoy the rest of your day, and I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode.